Thank you for joining me in today's podcast. This is Modesty Christian Girls Club, and I'm very excited that you've taken out time to listen to today's podcast. I believe that you will be blessed. Um, We'll be dealing with friends or foe. Um, Who is a friend? Who is a foe? What do I do as a Christian girl with friends? How do I get friends? What sort of friends should I keep? You know, this is what we'll be looking at today. And I believe that the Lord will bless you richly as you listen in Jesus name. Amen. Now, friends are a vital part of life. It is important that you've got friends because friends can pick you up when you are down. Friends can help you. Friends can take you through everyday activities together. They can be there for you. They can help you in your darkest hour. They can continually be a source of encouragement, of laughter. You know, you can have fun together. You can play together. So friends are vital in your development as a young Christian girl. And it is crucial that you actually have friends, not only of the same sex with you. So not only of the, you know, they're just being girls, you are also expected to have healthy friendship with the opposite sex. Yes, it's important that you have friends that are of the opposite sex, fully platonic. You know, you just have classmates that you chat with that are of the opposite sex. You chat with them, you know, um, have healthy friendships is what I'm trying to say. Um, you don't say, oh, you know, oh, he's of the opposite. Don't talk to them. Don't No, it is important and vital for your development that you have friends, both of your, um, you know, of, of both ladies and also of boys who are of the opposite sex. It's important that you have healthy friendships. Okay. Now friends, like I said, are important in our day to day lives. They help us, you know, uh, get through life they're they're there for us um we have banter together and it's good and great that you have friends but it's important that you make sure that your friends are of a godly heritage that the ones that are close to you are of a godly heritage it's important that you have good friends and friends that are of like manner to you christian girls that have the same values, the same Christian values. And it's important like when you get to church that you have, um, when you miss other Christian families, it's important that you get to know, um, the, um, you know, um, your mates that are of the same Christian heritage and you pull those ones closer to you because they will assist you in your everyday and Christian life. Okay. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 18 verse 24. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 24. The Bible says here, a man that had friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that stick it closer than a brother. A man that has friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that stick it closer than a, 
a brother. You know, Christianity is not meant to be boring because you find that, um, you know, once you mention Christian, some people think that, oh, that's a very boring life. Not at all. The Bible here says that um, the man that has friends must show himself friendly. So if you do not have friends, maybe you're not being friendly. Okay. The Bible says you must show yourself friendly. So, you know, someone says hello to you. You say hello back. Hello. You know, get to know someone, you know, um, get to chat with someone so that you can have friends. And the Bible then says that there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. There is a friend that can become so close to you. It's almost like that friend is a brother or is a sister to you. It can happen. It's happened to me in the past. I've had friends that have been really close to me. Um, you know, with time, sometimes that friendship fades away, but there's been times where you've had, I've had friends that have been really close to me and without them, I really wonder how I would have, you know, got through, um, that phase of my life. If they were not there as friends, I had friends that were girls, girlfriends. I had friends that were boys, boyfriends, and they were all all just friends, you know, just close to me, friendly. We talked about Christianity. We talked about, um, you know, movies, nice movies that we, you know, that came out at the time. Um, you know, while growing up, I remember, um, being really, um, really stuck to, uh, Disney movies. I really loved Disney movies, L Little Mermaid and all those, um, 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 films from Disney and they were quite, uh, interesting and I, myself and my friends will watch them together. So there is healthy friendships, you know, that you can form and it's important for your development that you are not recluse. You're not, um, um, locked up, you know, um, it's good to be quiet and calm, which is great, but you must balance it. Don't be scared of people. You know, you can speak to people, um, you know, make healthy friendships. The Bible says there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. There is a friend that can stick close to you, that you can go through a lot of things together. They will help you through. And it is even a double plus when that person is a Christian, is a believer, has a, has Christian values, just like you, uh, you know, and it's important that you develop those friendships. Now, sometimes those friends, you know, sometimes you develop friendships and they, these friends, um, become, uh, a source of, uh, stagnation to your Christian growth. When that happens, you need to cut them off. If they, if these friends lead you astray, you need to cut them off because, um, you need to realize when a person is a friend or when the person has become a foe, in other words, they're no longer friends to you. They are more, your friendship with them can become detrimental to yourself, you know, because sometimes these friends can, uh, exert pressure on you. You know, some, a lot of times you have Christians, um, you have friends that, um, that, that create peer pressure. So they, they pressure you to do things that you ordinarily wouldn't do. So you need to recognize when that friendship is no longer healthy and it's time to let go of that friendship. It's time to cut it off because 
because they are going to lead you astray or they are going to make you do something that you are not meant to do. You know, amongst friends, sometimes they get to do truth or dare, truth or dare. And, um, you know, they say, oh, you know, you go through and you have games and stuff. You should know when to stop. You should know when to draw the line. You should know when you must tell your friends, listen, I'm a Christian. I can't do that. You know, one of the things about Muslims is that they do not take alcohol. Well, a majority, those who are really into Islam do not drink alcohol. And it is so common knowledge that even where, you know, uh, as, as, um, a grown woman, when we have outings, for example, as a, a company where I work, they always ask, are there any dietary um, requirements, you know? And then they say, oh, we know the Muslims don't drink alcohol. They will need to have non-alcoholic drinks. They get them juice and all of that. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Isn't that a challenge to us Christians? You know, it's time for us to redefine and know, and that is why part of Modesty Christian Girls Club is to, you know, push out doctrinal values, doctrinal values, Christian values that are important so that us young ladies or young ladies or, or whoever is listening to this uh, podcast will be, a, be able to understand that as Christians, there are values, there are, there, there are things that we should do and not do right so we'll stick to friends so when you find that a friendship is becoming um uh, detrimental to your christian growth to your christian walk to your um uh, being um, a Christ, a good christian girl then it's time to cut off that friendship it's time to realize that this person is not helping me at all and it's time to let them go Praise God. Now, friends, like I said, can help you. Or friends, sometimes when they become foes, can lead you astray. Let's read a story that's really important, key today to our, our, our teaching, to my teaching, uh, which is from First Kings chapter 12 from verse 1. 1 Kings chapter 12 from verse 1 to 20. Now, it's a long read. 1 Kings chapter 12 from verse 1 to 20, I'll read it as quickly as I can, is basically the story of um, uh, Rehoboam after Solomon had taken over, sorry, after Solomon had died, his son Rehoboam took over uh, kingship, you know, and um, I'll just read it from verse 1 to 20, I'll read it really quickly. And so it's first Kings chapter 12 from verse one to 20 and Rehoboam went to Shechem for all Israel were come to Shechem to make him king. And it came to pass when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who was yet in Egypt, heard of it for he was fled from the presence of King Solomon and Jeroboam dwelt in Egypt that they sent and called him and Jeroboam and all the congregation of Israel came and and spoke unto Rehoboam, saying, Your father made yokes, made our yokes grievous. Now therefore make thou the grievous service of thy father and his heavy yokes, which he put upon us lighter, and we will serve you. 
And he said unto them, verse 5, Depart ye for three days, then come again to me. And the people departed. So they came to him. Solomon, your father, is dead. But he made us um, do so much uh, work. There was a lot of grief from him. Now help us, you know, you know, you know, you're going to be king. We needed to help us to make this yoke easier so that we can serve you. You know, we can continue to be your subject. So I'll pick it up from verse six. And King Rehoboam consulted with the old men that stood before Solomon, his father, while he yet lived and said, how do you advise that I answer these people? And they spake unto him and said, if thou will be a servant unto these people today and will serve them and answer them and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. But Verse 8, it says, But he forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him and consulted with the young men that were grown up with him and which stood before him. So he consulted with his friends. He ignored what the old men told him and he decided to consult with his friends. Now verse verse 9, and he said unto them, What counsel give ye me that we may answer these people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke which your father did put upon us lighter. Verse 10. And the young men that were grown up with him, so his friends, said unto him, You will speak unto these people that spake unto you, saying, Your father make our, made our yoke heavy, but make, make thou it lighter unto us. You shall say unto them, my little finger shall be thicker than my father's loins. And now, whereas my father did lay you with a heavy yoke, did lay you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke any, sorry, I will add to your yoke. My father had uh, chastened you with whips, but I will chasten you with scorpions. So in other words, um, Rehoboam, his friends were telling him, do not give in to these people. Make their yoke heavier and make them suffer even more. Verse 12. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day as the king had appointed saying, come to me again the third day. So he had said, give me three days and come back. And so they came back to him and the king answered the people roughly and forsook the old men's counsel that they gave him and spoke to them after the counsel of the young men, after his friends saying, my father made your yoke heavy and I will add to your yoke. My father also chastened you with whips, but I will chasten you with scorpions. Wherefore the king hearkened not to the people for the for the cause was from the lord that he might perform his saying which the lord spake unto ahijah the shunammite unto um jeroboam the son of nebat so when all israel saw that the king hearkened not unto them the people answered the king saying what part do we have in David? Neither have we inheritance in the son of Jesse. Jesse, to your sons, O Israel, now, sorry, to your tents, O Israel, now see to thy own house, David. So Israel departed to their tents. But as for the children of Israel, which dwelt in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent 
Adoram, who was over the tribute, and all Israel stoned him with stones that he died. Therefore, King Rehoboam made speed to get him up to his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel rebelled against the house of Judah unto this day. And it came to pass when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come again, that they sent and called him unto the congregation and made him king over all Israel. There was none that followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. So long and short, what happened is Rehoboam, because he listened to his friends who gave him wrong counsel, he lost the kingdom of Israel and he could only win the kingdom of Judah. So only the tribe of Judah made him king. The whole other tribes, you remember, the Israelites are 12 tribes. So only one tribe went with Rehoboam, which was the son of Solomon. And the other um, 11 tribes or 10 tribes went with uh, Jeroboam. They made Jeroboam their king. Now, all because of friends. Friends can lead you astray. Friends can lead you astray. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 10. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 10. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 10. And the Bible says, yes, uh, I'm there now. My son, if sinners entice you, consent thou not. I'll read that again. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 10. My son, if sinners entice you, consent thou not. So when friends that are meant to be your friends begin to do stuff that will lead you astray, the Bible says, do not consent. That friend has become a foe. That friend has become a sinner. That friend is about to lead you astray. Please let them go. The Lord will help you and bring to you godly friends, people that will be part of your journey. God is faithful. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will give you the Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of God, but he will also lead you to godly friends. So you have to let go of any friend that's leading you astray. If you have a friend, a platonic friend, and the friend happens to be a boy, and he's your friend, your good friend, and all of a sudden, he is beginning to demand of you things that are not right. He's crossing the threshold from being a friend to wanting to be more than a friend. And you know that you are not ready for marriage. You're, he's not ready to get married because obviously you're young and you're not get ready to get married. It is time to cut off that friendship. You need to let him know, listen, if you're not ready to be my friend right now, um, then we have to call it quits because I cannot sin against the Lord. If you remember the story of Joseph, when he was in Potiphar's house, Potiphar's wife tried to entice him, tried to make him sleep with her, but he refused it. He said this thing. He said, he said, listen, how can I do this great evil against God, against my master Potiphar? I can't do it. And when she persisted, he ran away. 
he cut it off. He ran away from that place of temptation, from that place of sin, from that place that would have led him astray. He ran away. Now, young lady, beautiful daughter of Zion, God's gift, the, the, the precious princess of God. When you have a friend that's lead, that was trying to lead you astray, keep away from that person, run away, cut off that friendship because that friend has become a foe. That friend is going to lead you away, is going to lead you away from God, away from the things of God, and is going to lead you to sin. And the Bible says, and I keep saying it to us when we go through the podcast, what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Nothing is more important than your soul. Nothing is more important than making heaven. Have a, 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 a quick look at all your friends. Is there a real friend? Are they real friends or are they become foe? You need to make that decision. You need to make that choice. And I know that the Lord will help you in Jesus name. I'm going to stop here. And I know that through this, the words that I've spoken to you, the scriptures that we've read, I know that the Lord will keep you and the Lord will protect you. And the Lord will cause you to have healthy friendships, healthy friendships in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. I hope to come your way next time. And, but if you've been listening to the podcast, I urge you to go, if you've not listened, sorry, to the previous podcast, I urge you to go back and listen to them. I urge you to share it with your friends. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can send me an email. Um, and the email address is modestygirls2021 at gmail.com. God bless you. This is Pastor Sandra. Take care of yourself. God loves you. And so do I. Amen.